This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. A story that is guaranteed to make you cringe. Worst excuse ever. What's wrong with you, Texas? Bad luck hooky at Wrigley Field. And Rick's brush with the Dixie Chicks. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opi production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Welcome to another episode of Minutia Man with your pals, Rick Kemper and Dave Stern. We will explore Minutia and uh, we will uh, give you things that you can drop at a conversation in a cocktail party and just seem like a really super cool cat. Well, you know, also, if you're doing yoga or meditating, you can just listen to our show, too, and and um, and think of the things that we say. And it'll be like a, <laughs> a mantra for life, don't it's, you think, It's Rick? a zen experience. It really yeah, is. It really, yeah. And, uh, hey, if we can help one person a day, Rick, that's all we're after, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, we helped a lot of people over the weekend. We were at a, uh, a book signing mm-hmm. and called uh, Cub Sessions, which is our mm-hmm. latest book uh, released on Eckhart's Press. And it was a packed house. I've, I've never seen anything like it. It was a stellar success. And congratulations to Randy and Becky for an extremely successful launch party. Uh, we had a Star radio broadcast. Oh, my God. We had... Uh, I mean, who was there? We had like virtually the entire history of the Chicago Cubs were there, right? We had uh, Rich. Was it Rich Nye? Rich Nye from the 1960s. Um, yeah. We had uh, Gene Heiser from the 70s. Uh, Fergie Jenkins, the Hall of Famer, stopped by. Yeah. Steve uh, Trout. Steve Trout was there from the 80s. Yeah, former uh, yeah. Cub and Sox. And all those guys could still kick our ass oh no they were all in much better shape than even like even the guy that that was pushing 80 would just beat the crap out of us (laughs) (laughs) he's Uh, really pushing 80 yeah i guess so he must pitched in the 60s right yeah early six um yeah certainly certainly in the 70s but in great shape and like you said fergie jenkins came but i think the biggest star that came was the clydesdale horse don't oh, you think? Yeah, I thought you were going to say J- Jerry the Bleacher Creature. <laughs> okay, him too. Ronnie Wu didn't come. N- no, he's banned from Murphy's. Oh, he's, <laughs> oh, is he's he? banned. He is banned from every bar in the general vicinity of Wrigley Field. They will not allow him to come in. And we even no, called just- in advance and said, hey, you know, listen, Ronnie Wu was in the book. He's harmless. Can we bring him in? No. <laughs> uh, is it is it a woo related banning or is it a booze related banning? I think it's a woo related banning because there's nothing just, worse than some guy who's just. I mean, he is the most annoying man alive. Um, I think he's more annoying than the guy who plays the drum at the at the Indians game, the Cleveland Indians game. You know that guy? Oh, way more annoying. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, I um. I was actually did you? Uh, I saw a video. I don't know if it's still on there and you, from on YouTube of Ronnie Woo Woo on a plane. Yes. I'm not making this up. 
That is classic. You have to look it up. Go on YouTube and look that up because you can see the expressions of the people on the plane, and it looks if there were guns available, Ronnie Wu would be littered with bullet holes. Right? Why not a crying baby? Please, a crying baby, not Ronnie Wu, not Ronnie Wu, not Ronnie Wu. No, but it was great. It was great, and I think uh, again. Congratulations goes out to Becky and Randy. It was it was a just a fan, and we raised money for charity. Yeah, uh, for some uh, little league um, uh, clubs around the city. Uh, we saw a Clydesdale horse. There is a drawback. There's one kind of bad thing that has happened because of the uh, book signing. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Because you and I are now civic treasures. Yes. Uh, and so many people were at this book signing. I saw a lot of pictures being posted on facebook right right uh yeah our and, pictures were taken about a thousand times yeah um and i it just it's becoming so apparent to me that i'm an absolute fat piece of shit <laughs> I, I mean i mean it is uh, i gotta you know, admit I, mean, I am not enjoying the pictures either because i also <laughs> am a fat piece of shit but i mean there are I, i've had triple chins you know, on some of these pictures. You know, it's uh, funny you mention this because I th- did. You notice there's somebody that tweeted a picture of us. Did you see that one? Like that. Remember uh, that one author that came by and asked if she could put uh, uh, her flyers on our yeah, table. I have not she, seen that. Do I look oh, fat in it? No, it's hilarious. Is now that I know, now that I know what's going on with you, you are lift. You are looking up at the sky at, so that your so your extra chins don't show. That's what I. That's what I'm doing now. I'm Is that like your new thing. And I could, yeah, I call it like the prom picture or the wedding or the wedding picture when you kind of look up in the sky a little bit, kind of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because if I'm straight on, I got double chins. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly what I'm doing. And, but sometimes. You know, I'm not. I don't know if my picture is being taken. So full double chin. Oh yeah. Is and it looks being, worse from the side. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, God, so man, just yeah. so fat. You know, for me, it's it's the the width of my face is getting bigger. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I've got yeah. I get my all my weight goes into my cheeks. I got these yeah, big I'm, fat cheeks. We wear our fat differently. Yeah. Have you known? Um, yeah. You, um, I'm I'm a belly and a chin guy. Yeah, I think that's where my fat. And you're right. You're you're a cheek. You're a fat cheeky guy. Oh, I am uh, fat cheeks. I th- your neck too. Your neck's getting kind of. Well, but, I think, well I'm getting fat all over. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> but it start. But it is changing today, Rick. Is okay? it? Okay. Well, here and this is what. I, well, this is what I want to do. Uh, well, first of all, the last time I railed against my fatness on Facebook, yeah, I got a couple of a direct message, and I actually got a couple of people that were thinking that it wasn't cool to fat shame. Now I totally agree. It's not cool to fat shame well, you're somebody to fat else. Fat shame yourself. <laughs> exactly. That's not fat shaming. That's being German. Yeah. Rick. Exactly. Right. So so if any self loathing, so it's part of who yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not fat. Everybody else on Earth that might be a little overweight looks a hell of a lot better than me when I'm fat. So totally, I am just fat shaming myself. Okay. All right. Um, but here's one of the problems, and I've been thinking about this is. I need, I need to be um, accountable for my fatness. Okay, yeah. Okay, so maybe this is going to help. Is I'm going to weigh in every morning we do a podcast. Oh my god! Right? I don't like this. And idea. I'm going to, and I, well, you don't have to do it. Although, 
Yeah. Well, some of the pictures I've seen, it might yeah, be. No, hey, you. believe me, I know. <laughs> hey, I just gave uh, up drinking for 46 days and only lost a few pounds. Yeah, that, yeah. well, we so know the What am I going to do? Uh, so, like I said, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do a weigh-in before the podcast, and I'm going to convey what that weight is, totally true, on my honor, um, at the beginning of the podcast. So now, you know, in 20 episodes or in 10 episodes, I can go back and go, oh, look. I've only gained three pounds or whatever it's going <laughs> to be. Are you right? going to do like an exercise regimen? Um, no, I think I'm just going to stop eating crap. Okay. Uh, I, I can tell you that I think at our age. Yeah, it may not be even possible. I don't even know. I, I, um, I can't tell you how disappointed I was by the lack of weight loss um, in, when I gave up all alcohol for 46 days, which I was a, I was 100% convinced was the reason I'm fat. Yeah. Apparently it's not the it. reason. <laughs> it was just one of <laughs> the reasons. Yeah. Um no, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to just like try to stop eating the, I mean I, I can't stop eating bread. I love bread, but I'm going to instead of eating like a basket of bread, I'll eat like a third of a basket of bread. You know. Um I'm going to try to walk a little bit more, I think. Well, do you want to know how much I weigh? Uh yes, I'd love to know. I right, first I just, can we get Vinny to do a jingle maybe? You know, uh, I'll ask. Uh, uh, 193.1. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that sounds like actually a yeah. radio station. 193.1, yeah. fat radio, Dave's fat. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I'm 193.1 pounds. For our uh, listeners that are in England, that's 13.8 stones. Okay. Okay. Our, Euro- our European friends, it's 87.6 kilos. Uh and for our meth heads, that'd be uh-huh. worth about $8.3 million in crystal meth, according to Walter White and Breaking Bad. Well, so, I, am, I am less than 10 pounds away from you. So what are you, like 184-ish? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is the fattest I've ever been. Well, you, you and you, you <laughs> weigh your – I must weigh my fat better because – I think I'm more efficient in my fatness if you only weigh 184 pounds. Well, like I said, I I look fatter than I am because of the my face, but I still am fat. I'm fat, yeah. fat, fatty, fat, right, fat, well, fat, 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 fat. I'm so God, fat. I'm I can fat. take. I'm so fat. I can teach a fat class in fat university. <laughs> That's how fat I am. So, so yes, I'm going. In fact, you know what I'm doing right now? I'm on a treadmill right now as we do the podcast. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, I can't. Well, I can't start it, exercising now because I will be that guy. Uh, Mount Prospect man dies while walking. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that we did, well, because I had to deliver books to Becky, one of the authors. Oh, yeah. She lives on. She lives on the third floor. This is a, about a week ago. I, I, I thought I was going to have a heart attack bringing the books up three flights of stairs. Well, I was the same uh, way with the last few times I had to go to WGN. Because you can't park uh, right in front of WGN. you got to park like six miles away. And then carrying a box of books that I needed somebody to autograph, it, I, I, when I got there, I, I was ready to right. have a heart attack. And that would have been good radio, though. <laughs> that would have been. Have, has anybody ever had a... Grabber on the radio must be somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, There's some right. research to do right there. All right. All right. Well, let's cue the let's light this candle before one of us has a coronary. Okay, Chubbs. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's start out here. What do you got? 
Um, don't we have a like a jingly uh, thing or I something? Have, on? I have two other jingles I'm, I need to use today, so I ran out of bays in my little jingle Carts. thing here. Yeah. Carts. Yeah. Um, well, I imagine everyone listening has, has experienced from time to time uncomfortable itches in various parts of your body, right? It happens you a know? lot to fat people. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. And I know this from experience. And sometimes you get itched in areas that are kind of, you know, your nether regions, right? Sure. You know, uh, um, and I usually don't scratch in public. I don't do the baseball scratch in, in public. I mean, I maybe do, but I don't know. Um, and I'm sure this isn't just for men either. I would imagine women have some oh, sort I'm of. I'm sure. I'm sure. Right. There are um, issues there. Well, evidently it also happens in China, Rick. Because we're all God. Even Chinese people? <laughs> right. We're all God's creatures. Yeah. Uh, here's a headline out of Dalian, China. And I actually Google translated it and or Google, what is it, transliterated or whatever. It's Dalian, China. Man hospitalized after inserting a three-foot-long cable into his penis oh. to relieve itchiness. Okay. Oh. Uh, you know, my first thought about this is three foot. Not bad. Right. <laughs> Good point. Good okay. point. Uh, oh, what a kind pension- of a cable? Well, hold on. A pensioner from Da, or my, uh, yeah, a pensioner from Da Lion, who goes by the name of Itchy Johnson. It's <laughs> uh, inserted a charging cable, like a phone cable, into his penis to relieve an annoying itch caused by. Prostatitis. No, prostatitis, I think it's called. Okay. It's like a prostate inflammation. Um, going in, everything went fine, Rick. Mr. Johnson was oh, just having a... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to sit down. Right, right, <laughs> We're talking right. like through the pee hole, right? Uh, yes, right, oh, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, right. So going in, evidently everything went fine. He got his itch, scratched it, like, ah. Um, however, going out, the cable got tangled up with his bladder. Oh. So imagine how freaking long that cord must have been, right? Um, and this is his first mistake. Uh, obviously, he doesn't have a cell phone or doesn't have more than one cell phone because you know how the cords always get tangled up? You know, when you put, you know, oh. like two or three cords in a junk drawer, yeah. they always get yeah, tangled yeah. up. Um, uh, dot, um, so, yeah, so he shoved it up there. It got tangled into his bladder. He couldn't get it out, so he had to go to the hospital. The doctors had to break up the cord with lasers. So they, like, shot lasers into Mr. Not-So-Happy and broke it up, and then they removed the cords somehow. I don't know how they did that. Uh, um, (laughs) And when uh, Mr. Johnson was asked if he sterilized the cord before insertion, he replied, hey, I ran it under hot water. <laughs> oh my god. What did they did I miss what kind of a cable it was? Did it say it's, in there? It just said charging cable. A I, charging it, cable like with the yeah. with the with the big part on the one I get, end? I I don't know. I don't know if he had the forethought of maybe snipping that off first. You know, like right because the uh, adapter yeah. so, so 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 the electrical wires could get right in there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't Oh, don't get me wrong as I was reading this it Again, I'm impressed. Three feet. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I guess what but, they say about the Chinese is not true. <laughs> right. Uh, so there you go. In China, <clears throat> I don't, kids, don't try this at home. I right. would just live with the itch. Right. You know, um, and it can get annoying. I know. 
Uh, I'm not sure I've ever had an itch within my penis. No, no. But if you ever uh, did, that's you not the word. I'm get talking. a cable and stick it up <laughs> the pee hole. Oh, no, it certainly wouldn't have to be three feet okay. either. All right. Well, hey, that's a great way to get the show started. I've got a story for you. This one uh, comes from the great state of Florida, which means we have a clip Mm -hmm. for you. What's wrong with you, Florida? I'm going to call this uh, one of the best excuses I've ever heard. Okay. Uh, WPLG TV reported that Kanisha Posey was one of two passengers in a car stopped by Fort Fort Pierce, Police in late March. Police say an officer smelled marijuana, and then after searching the car, cocaine and marijuana in separate bags were found inside a purse Posey had on her lap. Authorities say they questioned Posey about the drugs. According to the police report, Posey responded, It's a windy day. It must have flown in through the window and into my purse. <laughs> okay. Good. Now, now that's, that's, that's a great a good ex- excuse. That's a, that's a great excuse. Uh, uh, apparently, not, the, the police didn't buy it, however. Yeah. And she yeah. was charged with a felony count of cocaine possession. But it got me um, thinking about. Uh, all right. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Did you want to say something? I was going to say, while well, you're maybe going this way, I was going to say some of the excuses we had in college for different things. Is that where you're going with this? Well, actually, perhaps? I wanted to. I, I went on a police website to see if, if there's like a chat room where cops talk about. <laughs> excuses that they hear and i yeah. found one. Oh my god this is hilarious right. hit me all please. right <laughs> if you want to find it it's at uh, policeone.com if you want to look them up and these are all uh, officers who are just writing you know either anonymously or or giving their names about things that they've heard okay dude this is a book i think it, i think so I think it's I'm pretty, not kidding. We got to talk about this. We could publish. This would be a great book. Don't give away all our million dollar ideas. <laughs> okay. All right. all right. Go on. Shoot. Uh, here's one. A drunk guy told me he was pregnant, then urinated all over himself, claiming his water broke. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, here's another one. Uh, a woman said, oh, I thought the sign I-95 meant that was the speed limit. <laughs> Glad yeah. you didn't catch me over on SR-210 earlier. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's Another good. guy said, the box says, if you have an erection over four hours, see your doctor immediately. <laughs> what was he getting arrested for? These are all speeding. These are all speeding oh, okay. guys. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. There's another one. Uh, it snowed six inches, and uh, I rated her a car driving 54 and a 30. I stopped her, and she very matter-of-fact told me, duh, I know I was going fast. I was trying to get the snow off my windshield just so, so I could see where I was going. <laughs> She's a physicist. <laughs> All right. Now I have I have a little quiz for you. All right. Um, good. I have four, uh, four things on this website. That these are all real, but one of them actually got the cop to say, you know what? Forget it, kid. Okay. Forget right. it. Forget it, okay. lady. Forget it, youngster. Yeah. Whatever. Are you ready? Yep. Number. This is A. I wasn't speeding. I just got a haircut, and it makes me look fast. <laughs> okay. All right. I not have bad. A, yeah, not bad. Mm-hmm. I have a cold, and when I cough, my foot mashes the pedal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stupid, but not so. I mean, okay. It's, sometimes the stupider the better. Go on. I had to get to McDonald's before the breakfast menu ended. <laughs> now, if he would have said Dunkin' Donuts, the, <laughs> that would be the one. 
Okay, go on. When I asked why he was going so fast, he looked me dead in the eye and said, because I'm just all kinds of stupid. <laughs> all right, so one of these, I mean, they're all real, but one of them got... One of them got off. All right, so we've got all kinds of stupid. We've got the haircut. Breakfast menu got, or... And the sneezy, sneezy foot. Yeah. I'm going to say sneezy foot. Nope, that's just that guy. No. Uh. <laughs> okay. All right. That didn't work. All right. Uh, all kinds of stupid. All kinds of stupid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that a cop going, all right, well, you admit it. You know, I have you ever lied to a cop to get out of a ticket? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I was on the phone with you once when I did it. Do You You may not remember this. I, I do remember I, when you got caught speaking on the cell phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so. I mean, did we have ever, ever told this story before? And eh, whatever, who cares? The chances of somebody listening to all ninety of these podcasts yeah. are nothing. So, um, my mom was very sick. She was in the hospital, and she was, let's say, in the bottom of the ninth inning. And um, we were grappling with if we should put a feeding tube, if she should have a feeding tube or not. Um, and this, and and truthfully, this was going on. Uh, but I was talking to you on the cell phone something totally unrelated about yeah, we were, i wasn't even talking about my mom or we weren't talking about my mom so when the cop stopped me i said hey hold on and then i started i knew he was walking up and i said i don't know what you know what are the ramifications of a of, of a feeding tube i mean is this going to make her feel better i mean i don't know what is the prognosis whatever you know excuse me officer i'll be right with you you know and he's like and, and then i get off the phone he's like well what's going on i go well my mom is in weiss memorial we're grappling with the the feeding tube issue and he's like okay just go ahead just drive carefully so <laughs> hey that's not bad i right. had actually had the opposite happen to me once i was pulled over uh when sean was really young i'd say you know three or four years old all right he was still in a car seat and everything and i was caught going through a parking lot that it said no through traffic you yeah. know so i could cut off some space yeah and I, I had done that before, and I always had in my mind, if, if I get pulled over doing this, I have just gone to X store, which, you know, would have been legal. You know what right. I mean? Sure, sure. But with my four-year-old son in the back seat, I couldn't lie because yeah. then I'm setting a bad example for my son. And yeah. so the, the one excuse that I had planned to get out of this ticket for years i couldn't use and so i i just took the lumps and i and i took the ticket but i could have gotten out of it if you know um, it just shows you that uh i did the right thing because uh uh this is this is a totally unrelated story it was when i was in austin texas lila michelle had a conference that she was speaking at lila was like six weeks old or seven weeks old and i had to go because michelle was breastfeeding Right. Okay. And so I'm trying. So I had the whole day to kill in Austin, Texas. So I just, and Lila was at the age when if you were driving, they'd be sleeping. You know what I mean? That whole. Right. right. So I drove around Texas all day, you know, all, you know, Austin, Texas. And I was just kind of mindlessly driving, driving, driving. And then all of a sudden, I, there's like nine police cars are surrounding me. I'm not kidding. I'm like, what the hell did I do? You know, get out of your car, sir. And I'm like, you know, I get out of the car. Um, and I'm like, you know, what's going on? 
And they're like, well, you know that this is the governor's mansion and you're right up to the door of the governor's mansion. Oh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> right. And I'm like, honestly, no, I've just been driving. I'm from I, Chicago. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm trying. I got my daughter there, you know, in the backseat. Our you governors know. are all in jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, and, and evidently I was just mindlessly driving and there was like two or three or I don't know how many guard posts that I just went through Oops. that were unmanned. And the, like the, the the gate was up, and I just wasn't even paying. You know, after six hours of driving, you're just like you don't pay attention anymore. Uh, and it was when George W. was George. Well, what year was this? This would be two thousand and. Oh, he was president. Two. Then. Yeah, he was president. Uh, but that was all around. You know, it was Rick Perry. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was all you know it was a time where people are driving cars filled with fertilizer and blowing up buildings right did you so did uh, you ever have you ever forgotten that you had the kids in there like they fell asleep and you got out of the car and forgot that they were in there no i've never done oh that. yeah me neither <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, so and then I, you know what, what's possible after i'm driving you know after i get to the you know and the, and the cops all realize that i'm just dave from chicago with lila in the back you know, I hear on their radios, you know, where's Jack? Where's Jack? Why isn't he at guard post two? Whatever. You know, Jack could have gotten fired. Yeah, you probably got a couple of people into big trouble. <laughs> yeah. So. So there you go. Okay. All right. Uh, you know who's not in trouble, Rick? Who? This is called the segue in the biz. Ah. Ma- Marion Bellswin from Indianapolis, Indiana. And remember and remember the last three letters of Mr. Bellswin's name. Win. Exactly. Uh, he won a crying cub shirt uh, that he's very excited about because he's a cub fan. Oh, cool. Monkey in the Middle by Dobie Maxwell, our book, and an Amish Chicago coffee mug. And you ask me, how did Mr. Bell's win win? How did he? Well, what he did is he retweeted and followed us on Twitter. And if you do that, the listener, not you, Rick, you're, but if you, the listener, does do that, you will win a prize pack worth up to $25 randomly. We pick one every week, a random winner, and you will win a prize pack worth up to $25, just like Marion did from Indianapolis, Indiana. So listen, comment, uh, rate, and subscribe, Minutia Men. Uh, iHeartRadio app, uh, Stitcher, mm-hmm. uh, where else? Um, Google, Google Play. Google Play, yeah, um, and there's probably, and you can also go to the RadioMisfits.com website. You can download the episode there. You can listen to it, and you can also see a ton of other great shows that are um, on the network as well. Okay, what else? So there you, you go. Um, can you fire up the Texas jingle? Do you have enough cart space for I the do. Texas? Jingle? I do. I do. And here we go. What's wrong with you, Texas? What's wrong, Texas? Um, well, wow, we just talked about Texas, too. Um, let's face it. We get a little judgy on our show. Do we? You ever notice that? No. Yeah, we, we get a little judgy. Yeah, yeah like, like don't stick a three-foot uh, cord <laughs> up your pee hole? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I guess you're right. That's a little judgy. Uh, and we sometimes get a little judgy, certainly with the what's wrong in Texas segment. Oh, I guess However, I guess in that's this- true. If we have a jingle that rips an entire state, I guess we do get a little judgy. Yeah. Uh, however, with this story, I can easily see this happening to me, and I'm not going to judge on this one. Okay. All right? Mom accidentally sends son to school in an X-rated shirt. A Texas... Uh, did you see this by any chance? 
I saw the picture. That's it, right. Okay. So, all right, go ahead. Uh, uh, Texas mom is apologizing for not monitoring her son's clothing close enough. Shelly McCullough sent her son Anthony to school at Travis Elementary on Wednesday, on Wednesday in what she thought was a McDonald's logo T-shirt. <laughs> but the mom was in for a surprise when Anthony got home and she took a closer look at what he was wearing. It was an X-rated McDonald's parody featuring a pair of parted women's legs Shaped wearing like heels. An M. <laughs> right, exactly. Wearing heels with the tagline, I'm loving it, written underneath. And the kid was like, what, 11? Does it say yeah, how old the kid is? Uh, he looks, yeah. looks like a little kid. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, the picture I saw, he had this shitted grin on his face. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, now, a uh, couple of things here. Well, first thing that I mentioned is Anthony had to get home before she found out about this. Didn't the school see it at some point and ask Shelly to come and you know, bring another shirt for Anthony? I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. Right. Travis <laughs> Elementary. Uh um, and this is from, uh, that could totally happen to me too. That well, yeah. Uh, I promise from now on to monitor what my kids are wearing. McCullough wrote in a now viral Facebook post. I had no idea that Anthony wore this to school. Um, and like you just said, this could totally happen to me. You know, it's not her fault. You know whose fault it is? Society? It's the little shit. Huh? No, it's the little shit. It's the kid that probably was <laughs> wasting time on his cell phone before school started. Yeah. Shelly, you know, Shelly's constantly, yelling, Anthony, we got to go. We got to go. Get we got to go. So Get dressed. Yeah. Uh, you know, I right. could not. So, all three of my sons have, have gotten up and left and gone somewhere this morning. I couldn't tell you. Right. Your yeah. hand on a Bible. No clue what any of them were wearing. Exactly. And uh, and I mean, mornings. Especially with little kids. I mean, I've got three of them, although Lila's 15, although in the morning she's an infant. Yeah. They all are infants to get, yeah. get ready. Um, it, it's it's a total clusterfuck in the morning. Yeah. You know, you're, you're running and getting shit done. I once gave Julia for lunch a can of soup. I am not kidding you. <laughs> unopened can of soup in her lunchbox <laughs> you know i'm just throwing shit in there i'm like i don't know just freaking eat with something right uh so um i i once sent tommy to school with an empty lunchbox i just put i i thought i thought i had put the stuff in there did not send it to school i got a call from school around you know 11 o'clock uh, uh, mr kemper yes uh you sent uh, your son to school today with an empty lunchbox and he has no food to eat for right, lunch right and you call yourself a parent yeah exactly uh they well and here's you know going back to this thing how did anthony get this shirt Obviously, you know, he's, he just doesn't buy his own clothes. Well, I think so I what? saw that it was like a, a Goodwill box. Like so, one of her friends gave her a bunch of shirts and exactly. they were all in a box. Right. right. Is that true? Right. Yeah. Uh, now, I don't know what family <laughs> gives that box or buys that shirt for that kid. I don't know. Do they live on the street of uh, Ron Jeremy? Maybe <laughs> his kid. You know, the grandnephew of John Holmes? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, who wears that shirt? Under right. What, under what circumstances is that shirt acceptable? <laughs> well, and also there's a company that prints this logo on youth shirts, youth seven shirts or whatever. Right? Good point. That is a great uh, point. So, but uh, right. but I'm on Team Shelley on this one. It's not your fault. It's right. the it's the kids fault Me so too. there you go it's time for our cubs feature time now for a collection of cub geekness this is just one bad century with rick and dave 
So uh, this is the time where we start talking about the Cubs, and and Cubs had their opening day yesterday. We're taping this on Wednesday. The opening day was actually Monday, and it was snowed out. Did you see? <clears throat> did you see the White Sox played that game? You know, they both had home games that same day. Guess how many people were in at the White Sox game? Did you see this? No, I didn't. Nine hundred and twenty-four people. Now they had a paid attendance of ten thousand, but they counted. Uh, 924 people actually sat in seats in a, in a seat that holds 40,000. Yes. Right. Yeah. So uh, it looked like there were, there were like five people. There. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, sorry to go on. All right. So anyway, the actual opening day then was yesterday. Now, normally if you ditch school to attend opening day at Wrigley Field, you keep a low profile. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. But Tucker Steckman, a fourth grader at Wells Elementary School in East Moline, brought a cardboard sign that proclaimed, Skipping school. Shh. Don't tell principal for Sluius. <laughs> and a photograph of the young outlaw fell into the hands of Major League Baseball, which tweeted the picture to 8.3 million followers. Yeah. But that's not the best part of the story. The best part of the story is uh, shortly after the picture was taken, Tucker ran into the principal, Pat Vasilius, <laughs> who was also inside Wrigley Field playing hooky. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Uh, good. You know, that's uh, that's a feel-good story, don't it you think? people together. Uh, exactly. Right, it's time for, uh, well, it, it's time well, for our final feature. Say that's, oh, hold on. I was, I was going to say. Uh, this better be good because re- I was about to go to the next feature. So this, uh, everybody sit down. Everyone, take a break, sit down, um, and now get ready for gold. <laughs> Comedy gold. I just saw a couple of weeks ago that some guy was um, on Tinder. Some married guy was on Tinder and met up with, or maybe not Tinder, some other site. That so he was horn dogging on his wife. And guess who? He, guess who the date was that he was horn dogging with? His it wife. Was with his, Yes, they both were on this dating site, and they ended up cheating on each other, you know, thinking about cheating on each other with each other. That is the subject of the Pina Colada song, Escape. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, is it really? Yes. You should listen to that. Pina Colada song, Escape. That is, uh, that's a story of a guy cheating on his wife and finding out that the person he was cheating on was his wife, or, you know, she was cheating (laughs) on him. All right. All right. There you go. Okay, now you can cue it. Now you can cue it. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar, pulls out a name of a celebrity, and I have to explain having met this celebrity. Uh, well, they're celebrities. Uh, the Dixie Chicks. There's three of them. Three chicks. Yes, there are three Dixie Chicks. So, so I don't think I've, I, I'm pretty sure I've never told this story on this podcast. This goes back to 2003. I was the producer of the Steve or no, of the uh, John Records Landecker show, and this was right when the Iraq war was starting now and in today's politics this is kind of this is going to be a quaint story <laughs> yeah i know i know remember when sure when we were uh, kids but for yeah. those of you who don't remember this this is 15 years ago the dixie chicks were performing in england 
And the lead singer said that she was embarrassed by from being from the same state as our president, George W. Bush. Yeah. And because yeah. she said this outrageous statement, the Dixie Chicks were banned from all country radio throughout the country. Nobody yeah. was allowed to play them. There were people burning their records. <laughs> it was <laughs> just ridiculous. Now, burn the witch, the witches, they're witches. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was that bad. And, and you know, yeah. think about some of the things that have been said about the uh, the two presidents that have followed him. Sure. You know what I mean? But anyway, yeah. uh, we were at the John Landecker show. We were just a wacky little comedy show that played oldies. And one of the things we did every day after 9-11 was we played the national anthem. And yeah. the national anthem version that we played was done by the Dixie Chicks because it was a beautiful three-part harmony that they did at a Super Bowl. And we just thought that was a nice way to start the show every day. Uh, well, sure. we never even said it was the Dixie Chicks. We just played the national anthem and then came on and did the show. Well... We got a call from our program director, who was a new program director who was brought in as a hatchet man to to, uh, mess with us. And he said to us, if you ever play the Dixie Chicks again, you will be fired. Now, it was the national anthem. We were being ordered to never play the national anthem (laughs) by the Dixie Chicks. You Which we weren't identifying. And, and, and by the way, we got zero complaints. We had zero complaints yeah. about it. This this was proactively getting ready to fire us. Yeah. 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 So Was that before or after he caught you stealing the good stationery? Oh no, this is uh this was years years later. Okay. Years right. later. So uh we got called into a meeting and it was a very contentious meeting. Spirited. Uh, uh, at one point, John stormed out. Uh, another point, uh, agents were involved. Uh, they were screaming. Uh, you know, chairs were being thrown. It was, <laughs> I, you know, I've not seen anything quite like this. And, you know, we knew that our time was almost up. We could just feel it. Our contract yeah. was running out towards the end of that year. And John and I had a meeting right before we went on the air the next day. And I said to John, this is, this is what we got to do. We got to play it, and this is how we get fired. We get we get fired by playing the national anthem. Right. We'll be we'll be folk News heroes. Of, right, 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 right. But yeah, you know, at the last second, John said, "You know what? Let's just play a different. Ver- What's the big deal? Let's play a different version of the song." And we and we didn't do it. Uh, now, uh, a few months later, the Dixie Chicks came to Chicago. Now they were banned from country radio but they were still doing shows and at that point the liberals had switched over and started liking the dixie chicks and uh, went to their shows and john got to go to see the dixie chicks and went backstage and told them this whole story and they autographed uh the a rolling stone cover for him uh uh-huh. they gave him like the red carpet treatment and they, you know, and he still has it up in his office, uh, a signed picture of the Dixie Chicks. And, and we will never forget that because that was really in my radio career was only, you know, 22 years long or something like that. That was really the only time that I was in a situation where it was fight or flight. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, 
And so I will never forget that moment. Maybe one of the most important moments in my in my career. And it kind of gives me an, a feeling of what it is like to be uh, uh, ordered to say something politically that you do not agree with. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something um, that's going on now uh, at uh, Sinclair stations across the country to yeah. some broadcasters. Uh, the, um, but I, I think when you said, yeah, think of this quaint story, it was. It was like this huge controversy that you kept on reading about. Now, holy shit, think about what's going on now. I, I mean, know. Uh, I know. People <laughs> were burning records. They were burning <laughs> records. I know. I mean, now it's like, whatever. Uh, it's, um, I, I have talked have, to my, uh, my friends that are diehard, you know, uh, conservatives about this and, and they're unrepentant in their hatred of the Dixie chicks. <laughs> they, you know, they will not reassess it years later because it's yes. so burned into them. Like I said, you know, think about this. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. no, they said it during a time of war. I said, <laughs> we have been at war ever since <laughs> right. everything uh, that has been said about Obama yeah. and Trump right. has been yeah. said at a time of war. Oh, I know. You know, think about that. Yeah. Obama is a Muslim that was born in Kenya, you yeah. know, but that's fine. Yeah. You know, well, it's not, we're not, we don't talk politics, but you're right. Um, yeah. It's just the, the way the climate has changed so much that it's, uh, in fact, I want to finish up this podcast so I can get on and watch CNN and Fox news like now <laughs> just, okay. just take my favorite show breaking news. All right. To find out more about Rick and Dave, check out Eckhart'sPress.com, uh, Chicago author solutions.com. If you'd like to reach us, you can drop us a line at minutia podcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to executive producer, Tony Lasano with OPI productions. We've been distributed by Ed Silla of the radio misfits podcast network. And we will be back again next week with another episode of the minutia man. <laughs> The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? While my mom is in Weiss Memorial, we're grappling with the the feeding tube issue and he's like okay just go ahead just drive carefully so <laughs>